The countdown is on plenty of big events coming up for the Aussies and we're hoping, fingers crossed, our 4 by 200 metre freestyle women can get the job done shortly in the pool. They will win. Well, there's always, uh, you know, escape <laughs> no, where you until be, you we see the medal around disqualification, there, exactly, right? like, exactly. Yeah, true. No, when I say that, I, I say they are at winks-like uh, odds to, to go on and, <laughs> and create a gold medal for, for their country. The one I'm hoping for today is Jess Fox. Yep. Uh, Get that elusive gold medal, of course. Bronze a couple of days ago. She's in the canoe C1 final. She's handled herself so well. She's got three uh, different medals, but not the colour she wants just yet. Yeah, it'd be great to see her finally get that elusive gold. She was pretty gutted after the K1 yesterday. Uh, in the medal events, we've got some shooting happening, which Australia historically has done pretty well at the Olympics. Women's trap, we've got the Aussie Letitia Scanlon. It was a finalist in Rio, uh, and so she'll be in action this afternoon. We've also got in the men's trap, young gun, no pun intended, uh, James Willett set an Olympic record in qualifying for Rio at 2016 before losing a shoot-off to get into the bronze medal match. So hope he goes a bit better this time around. And tonight, of course, from 6 o'clock onwards, the swimming heats, the women's 800 metres, the women's 200 metre backstroke, mixed medley relay. Look at Todd Pearson just licking his lips, our guest on Let's Go Tokyo. Ariane Titmus is back at it again with Kayla McEwen and Emily Seabom in the backstroke. What a performance by Emily. Four Olympics. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I can't even imagine it. You know, that's 16 <laughs> years plus another four before that. You make it 17 years, given yeah, well, the extra year on this one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's her, but, you know, it's hats off in terms of being able to achieve something like that. God bless her. Uh, well, go well, Emily. Uh, and the newest event on the swimming program, of course, is the Mixed Medley Relay, which is uh, going to be fascinating. Yeah, no, I haven't, haven't ever seen it before. But, uh, what even yeah. is it? Is it men and women? Yes, correct. Yeah. Do you, how does it? I wonder. How does, does anybody know how it works? I, I like, do the blokes have to swim against the blokes, or they can be any combination? I think it's any combination. Oh, yeah. Other than to say, uh, I think you better be watching tonight. <laughs> well, strategically, how would you do that? Do you reckon? Where would you get the biggest advantage, assuming that the blokes swim a little bit faster? I would have thought uh, off the top: backstroke women, breaststroke women, butterfly men, freestyle men. I don't mind it. I actually call yeah. it as a fascination strategy. Factor. A lot of strategy Absolutely. involved. Uh, also in the water, in the water polo, we've got the men's preliminary round, Australia versus Serbia. The Aussie Sharks, tough assignment against the reigning Olympic champions. Yeah, indeed, but they've got a great victory against Croatia next to their name, so uh, they're in uh, really good form. And gymnastics, very popular always. We've talked about Simone Biles. We've got the women's all-round final. Uh, Simone Biles, uh, unfortunately not going to be part of it, but... Certainly, uh, the gymnastics remains one of the most, you know, the, the grandmas and, and the mums and the fe- It's very female-dominated in terms of TV watching. It's just a fascination factor that uh, you can't help but look away. Some of the, the, the skills and tricks and some of the courage shown. Well, I think uh, as, a, as a male looking at knowing that there is absolutely no chance I'd ever be able to perform <laughs> one thing, uh, certainly, you know, you can't not, though, look at how good they are at what they do. It's, it's terrific. And they've put so many hours in, as we know, in terms of being able to perform those routines. Yeah, don't snooze on the Russian gymnast Angelina Melnikova. She was fantastic in the team event and she'll be a red-hot chance. And also, I like uh, Sunisa Lee, who filled in for Simone Biles after her withdrawal the other night. I thought she was amazing and, you know, she could be a star in the making there. Yeah, I'm still trying to work out how the Russians are competing. (laughs) Anyway, we've asked this question every day, but we'll just move on and work out what's going to happen. Uh, By the way, hockey, women's hockey ruse off to a good start against Japan at a 1-0 victory, and they're trying to back it up uh, with more good performances. New Zealand coming up later this evening. And then looking a little bit further ahead to tomorrow, the athletics kicks off. So uh, is that when you tune out, Todd? You go, nah, those people running around, I love, that. I love any sport, honestly, <laughs> uh, and I'm getting out of a little bit of work here and there, so I'm watching everything.
<laughs> Absolutely. We've got uh, men's high jump qualifying rounds, uh, the discus throw qualifying, and the women's 800-metre heat. So there's a bit of overlap between the swimming and the athletics. And looking forward to hearing the great Bruce McEvaney just uh, uh, talk us and walk us through what should be a fantastic week at the athletics stadium. Yeah, still plenty in the pool as well. 100-metre uh, free for the women. Look, I, I can't wait. I, I, you know, watching Emma and Kate go, it's going to be excellent. And I think uh, if you're an Aussie, you've got to be tuning in. And there's plenty happening in the team sports as well. Australia versus USA in the women's rugby sevens. Uh, the Aussies will be looking to continue their domination. Kookaburras versus Spain. As I say, they'll go through the campaign. Their tournament undefeated. They might uh, draw somewhere, but they will not be beaten. They'll win a gold medal. That's my lock for this Olympic Games in team sports. Opals versus China. Not as confident on that front, but uh, let's hope. Let's hope they can, they can it's improve. It's a tall timber in that Chinese team. And, of course, Belgium towelled us up uh, the other night. So let's hope uh, with Liz Cambage, of course, out of the mix and supporting Nigeria that we can get one back on the board. Yeah, that's that's very uh, interesting. But, you know, look, for the Opals, they're actually out there. They have, they're trying to get amongst it, and hopefully against China, yeah, they can bounce back. And, Toddy, looking at how Australia is going to go at this Olympics, how many medals we might win, we've got, how many have we got so far? Uh, is it six, six goals? Six uh, or seven, uh, I think, might be yeah, seven so give us, give us a projection of gold medals. It's a bit hard overall medals, but give us your uh, crystal ball. Look, I, I think week two is always sort of one where we're looking for one or two to come out of nowhere, etc. I think if, if we could get somewhere where we were, Rio, Beijing type thing, you know, 12, that would be an unbelievable result. The main thing, though, is that as Aussies, we just love seeing our athletes compete so hard and compete fiercely for Australia, and I think that's what I keep looking for. Yeah, I agree with you totally, but also there's one other element. If we could just, in terms of one nation, if we could knock off Great Britain in terms of medals and gold medals, that would give me just extra satisfaction. <laughs> there's some bragging rights there. But then to miss out on the closing ceremony for most of the athletes, is that looking back on your time in Athens and Sydney, those closing ceremony memories, are they ones that you hold dear? Yeah, well, I never was able to actually go to an opening ceremony, so to be able to go to a closing and at least experience something where you're all amongst a group of athletes and uh, obviously at the end of your meet, everyone wears their medals and does all that sort of stuff. You get the pictures, etc. It was fantastic. And be honest, is it a big piss up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's called just uh, hydrating in, in our world of journalism, just hydrating. I think a week after the swimming's finished, do you still need to hydrate? Yes, you do. You need to do it for a long time afterwards. And they deserve it. As I said, if they're on quarantine for two weeks, somehow you need to get a couple of beverages into the uh, the hotel room. I, I would have thought so, although I'm sure the managers are now a bit nervous. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've got some news for you as well, boys. Uh, this just in, Mitch Larkin in the 200-metre medley finished fifth. Yeah, well, he's, he's look. He has consistent. done an incredible uh, job. He's he's been there a few Olympics. Th that sort of event, he, he just keeps tr you know, keeps giving himself to it. So, you know, uh, to Australia and to Mitch, you know, he's done he's done incredibly well. Yeah, hats off to him. And uh, might not have the best Olympic campaign this one going, but I'll tell you what, he's been a superstar for a long time. Mm. Well, Olympic legend Todd Pearson, it has been an absolute treat to have you in the studio today. Oh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for coming in. And now, as we've been talking here today, Skeet, on Let's Go Tokyo, we've just had the results come in from the women's 200-metre freestyle. Can I just remind you of something that you said to me before the show? Australia is a dead-set guaranteed gold. Hasn't turned out that way. No, I said they were like winks. They were certainty. <laughs> so I've completely put the moz on the ladies. I apologise. I have a habit of doing that. China winning world record time. Just going back through the race, uh, Ledecky finished so well for the Americans to grab a silver medal. We've got to remember that Ariane Titmus, she started 
the relay for the women. I always thought that she would probably be the anchor. That job was left to Leah Neal. Uh, unfortunately, she couldn't uh, reel in the Chinese, or as it turned out, Ledecky, who stormed over the top. But the Aussies, disappointment, let's be honest. They're expected to win this relay, and they've picked up a bronze. Yeah, and there's going to be a post-mortem over what happened there and why Titmus did lead out the relay team. She didn't even uh, come in first in her legs. So, you know, the wisdom of that decision will be poured over, no doubt, by us couch experts here in Australia. Uh, they did their best, and certainly a bronze medal, nothing to snooze at. Question is, is Ariane a bit cooked after her campaign so far? That remains to be seen. But, yeah, it seemed from the outside that her anchoring last leg was the way to go. But I think once she didn't touch first in her first 200 metres then maybe the uh, the air went out of the Australians or the confidence uh, just seeped out of the Australians. Uh, cannot take anything away, though, from the Chinese, the Americans deservedly take gold and silver, respectively. But what are the swimmers who swam in the heats and didn't swim in the final thinking right now? Well, I think they know that that's, that's the way it rolls. Um, yeah, you can say, well, I would have done swum better. But guess what? The world record was broken in this. So it would have taken something extraordinary to get past the Chinese on the times we just saw. Hello, Kate Ryan here, producer of Let's Go Tokyo, and you may have noticed the confidence in the guys' voices ahead of the women's 4 by 200 metre freestyle relay for a gold for Australia. But as you might have just seen, our Aussie ladies took home a bronze. I spoke to Todd again just after the race. After you've left, we have just had the results in from the women's 4 by 200 relay. Uh, what's your reaction? Well, I sort of say welcome to the Olympics. I mean, that's what it's meant to do. And uh, you never know exactly what nation's got, um, you know, the depth that sometimes you discount. In this case, um, China certainly from a fantastic race. Um, and then when you've got Katie Ledecky coming in on anchor leg for the US, um, I think uh, we saw, you know, what happens um, when a champion sort of uh, can chase. Um, so, look, the Australians, you know, they've actually gone under the world record uh that they set in 2019, it's just unfortunately um, the world record wasn't good enough. These, uh, you know, you had to be faster than that. And so all three teams were under it. So they have at least, in a sense, been the fastest Australia's ever been. But on today's uh, day, no, unfortunately it wasn't good enough. Yeah, and what do you make of the decision to make, to have Ariane Titmus uh, lead? I think what they wanted to do was actually get out in front and therefore make everyone chase them from there. And I, I guess at the time, um, good tactic, but, you know, China stepped up to the plate. And um, hats off to them. They're, they've done a fantastic job to be able to do what they did, especially get challenged also on the last leg um, by Katie and then Australia. You know, they, they touched first every time. So they, they, they swim a brilliant race. Um, if I reflect back on the men's 4 by 200 freestyle relay, and the U.S. missed um, a medal for the first time since the early 1900s. That's what happens in these types of races. Just when you think on paper that you've got the best team, it doesn't necessarily translate to um, a gold medal. And uh, that's where Australia's been fortunate over the years because um, we've been able to sort of hide and, and come out and do some brilliant swims um, over the years. Mm, and it did look in that third leg like Australia was really on top and then you just saw China come back. And then the last leg, it was anyone's race, really. Katie Ledecky just just smashed it. Yeah, look, she, she, as soon as she could chase, um, she, she showed exactly why she's one of the best or all-time best that we'll ever see in swimming. I mean, for her as a champion, she is. That's the, that's the perfect type of uh, swim 
where she can anchor, she can chase. She has the ability to go out hard and know she's probably going to have the best back end of uh, the other two in front of her. I mean, she's run terrific. And so did Australia. And I think, again, the fact that you're at least under the world record to sort of show that is Australia's best swim. Um, but unfortunately, on today, it wasn't good enough. Do you think the ladies will be disappointed? Oh, there'll be a natural disappointment because you do go in there uh, probably uh, like all of us with expectations to win, um, especially when you know you've got some uh, powerful swimmers um, that represent Australia uh, in the 200 free anyway. Uh, but like anything, um, you know, today wasn't wasn't our day, simple as that. And, uh, you know, for Ariane and that, they've got to... Um, Emma, they've, they've got big races tomorrow. This is the chance to sort of okay, say, OK, we've got to... Um, find a different way and uh, hopefully we can uh, t- turn our result around. Do you think maybe fatigue had a little bit to do with it? As, I mean, Ariane has just swum amazingly, but, I mean, she's just done so much. Oh, look, there, there's definitely could be an element, but then Katie Ledecky's probably done more because she did the 1500. Sometimes this is the Olympics. You go through different cycles in uh, from day to day, the emotions and what she's also done. You know, th- these things do happen, Um but ultimately, um, you know, when you start the, the program, you know exactly what's ahead of you. Um, again, she has done an unbelievable job. But like anything, um, yeah, Ariane's, uh, you know, got tomorrow for the 800 and, and Emma in the 200, and, uh, the 100, I should say. And yeah, let's fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully they can do it for Australia. Yeah, well, um, a shocking result. But like he said, welcome to the Olympics. Todd Pearson, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, no problems.